With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, it's Josh. And it's that time of year again where we take a vacation and you get old episodes. And I'm okay with that. So I'm going to take you back in time. Back before I was on the show. Alright. Season 1, Episode 11, The Internet's Best Bigfoot Evidence, with guest, Police Chief Jared Landis. Now, the first thing I'm going to say about this is I'm a little upset that Landis, even though I've said, you know, this has been my favorite episode quite a few times, you haven't been back on the show since I became a co-host. But, you know, we can settle that later. But this episode, what stood out for me and what caused me to be a fan of the show was it took one of my absolute favorite audio recordings that I thought, man, this has got to be real, and totally just threw the book at it with all the evidence to the contrary. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, without further ado, here is that episode. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Kentucky X-Files. Season 2. With your hosts, Dennis Mays, Tyler Stewart, and Josh Gibbs. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, so you never miss an episode. Now, on to our show. Hey, hello everybody, welcome back to Kentucky X-Files podcast. Me and Tyler are here. A little unorthodox intro this time because we have a good friend of ours, and he is a... Why don't you tell him, Landis, what, what is your law enforcement background? Oh, 
currently I'm uh, the chief of police of Ladonia. I've been there since November of 2020. Before that, I was a 911 dispatcher for nine years. Before that, I was a police officer, another small town for about nine years. Before that, I was worked in a jail as a sergeant for about three years. So basically since I was 18 years old, 37 now, been in law enforcement the whole time. It sounds like you've been law enforcement more than <laughs> civilian life. <laughs> right. All right. So we wanted to get you on here with us because we are in an investigation also, which you may laugh at, but we've sort of been sucked into the crusade to figure out if Bigfoot's actually out there or if it's the biggest hoax ever pulled off. So getting your opinions is uh, it's a really big deal for us. Yeah, so... Glad, glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so with, the, like, just that being said, like, what it, like, what is your opinion on the whole whole thing? Do you, do you believe? Do you don't believe? Everybody leans some kind of way. I, I definitely think it's possible that it could exist. Don't. I think also that if, if it did exist, that there would be some kind of proof shown by now to that can't be argued. Okay. Okay, for, for anybody following along at home, um, what we did was we let Landis hear the Bigfoot 411 uh, alleged 911 call. And... We wanted him to hear it, just get his take on it, and I can play a little bit of it here. It'll record onto the onto the podcast, but I won't play the whole thing. So, Landis, you heard the call, and you're saying that the protocol of the dispatcher is all wrong. Yeah, complete, completely wrong from the very beginning. Okay, so that's based on that. You're you're leaning towards this is this is this is a bunch of bull. Yeah, if I think I think unless it's been completely edited, there's no way for that to be an effective way of doing a job as a dispatcher and the dispatcher would know that if, if if a dispatcher knows that they're doing it wrong that that video or recording wouldn't have been leaked out or however it came into somebody's possession because it's basically embarrassing gotcha okay so but i haven't uh, i haven't heard it in a while but i thought it actually starts out uh, with them actually answering the phone, so how I don't know how you would edit that. Like, how did she say the, Like, what was the first line that she said? She uh, said, 911, what are you reporting? 
Yeah. Yeah. So even if that's if that's so, I've seen I've like heard countless like I just told you I even typed in nine one one calls. Most of them that are, I guess like you'd see on your news channel, they always say they might not say what are you reporting, but what is your emergency? Every single one, I've never like none of them uh, like said that. Like, right. like how, like how he's saying it. Like, I can understand what's the address of the emergency. They always say, "What's the emergency? What are you reporting?" None of them's ever said that in any of these nine one one calls that I've ever looked up. So, this is good. Like, I'm glad that you you came on and told us this because I was I was actually like believing that this this could actually have some legitimacy to to it because the the sound okay. of the man was really, really profound. Like, he sounded like he was in some kind of trouble. Okay, so I just found something interesting. Landis, I'm get your take on this. Uh, I just found out the origin of that call is actually not from 2009. It's actually from the 90s, and it happened in Washington State. I don't know if that changes anything or, or what. But... Like I said, like I told you... Uh, earlier before we came on air the uh, basically the job of a 911 dispatcher would be to get the uh, where where the problems happening I, I don't care if it was from 1970 or, yeah. or or today the biggest the biggest fastest most important priority is to find out where this calls coming from because it at any time they could hang up get disconnected or get killed and if you don't have a place to send any kind of help that call is worthless so any type of training from any decade would be to drill in where is this happening at how yeah, how can you get what kind of help whatever it may be to you okay so, okay so that's what I'm getting at. So the the time period of the call doesn't even matter at this point. We we know that the the operator either it was either faked or the operator just wasn't doing the job. Well, wasn't doing the job correctly. Right. Okay, that's that's interesting. I wonder also why the date was edited for the movie. The original call it says here was a 911 call that happened in the mid 1990s at Kitsap Peninsula in Washington State. The audio came from a man who called 91 because he wanted to he wanted someone to come out because he thought he had a big foot in his yard. The man explained that the thing was big and black and he also says in the call later that it was looking right at him. The police did eventually arrive but did not see anything in his yard. A week later the sheriff's office got a picture from the man of what was possibly uh, maybe a Bigfoot in another person's backyard, but there's no uh, there's no 911 call, and that's not on record. Yeah, the, so that's kind of unfortunate. Be, I'd definitely be skeptical about the realism of all of it. Yeah, it's it's interesting, that's for sure. The one thing one thing we've noticed too is uh, there's when you go into this, which I mean, to be honest, uh, you know, six months ago, <laughs> I'd, I'd occasionally watch a Bigfoot show on TV or something, you know, just to pass time, but was never interested 
if I'm being honest, just not not interested. I thought, you know, no way. But I've learned a lot about the Bigfoot communities, the different. Uh, there's a bunch of different groups within the Bigfoot community that uh, basically don't agree with everything, and uh, there's some that think that it's a like a spiritual creature. There's some people who are this is flesh and blood, and then I found another group when I was digging that attributed all of the mass amounts of disappearances in our major national parks possibly linked to the Sasquatch. Are you familiar at all with all of the disappearances? Like the crazy amount of disappearances? Uh, I don't I don't know any particular numbers or anything like that. I, I know that people going missing in, in the state parks is a is a pretty common occurrence uh, just between getting lost and yeah uh, things like that where they I could know. pass away or yeah I noticed uh, when I was digging into it because I thought it was interesting e- even without the you know linking Bigfoot to it I thought wow it's crazy you know the, the amount the amount of disappearances and it's all just just concentrated to these little areas you know massive state parks and the one thing that that really uh popped up for me well a prominent thing was the missing 9-11 films you've you've seen those at all or are you you familiar with them i haven't seen those or missing 411 sorry it's basically a uh he was an investigator and he kind of went from you know working in law enforcement to basically spending his life just focused on this one thing these national park disappearances some of the stories that he's collected are crazy I mean just just crazy and there's a big group of people that, that feel like there's something going on in these, these big parks and there's something where you know six or seven people go out you know together they're not separated by you know much and then one guy just vanishes not a trace nothing nothing of his left behind nothing and then there's more reports of people who swear up and down there's bigfoots banging on their houses and looking in their windows and stuff and calling 911 and and trying to get law enforcement out there did you ever get any weird calls while you were uh, dispatching we we did have you know bears in our which we don't have a lot of bear in our area at all and uh in the middle of one of our bigger towns there's a bear going through somebody's trash or we'll get you know people on illegal drugs calling in saying that there's vampires attacking their cars i mean right. <laughs> you hear all kinds of things that you know what people can see I, I do believe that people believe what they think they're seeing right. is real, but I, I can tell you in in emergency situations and at times of great stress, you're going to see things that aren't there. You're going to overestimate what you are seeing, and okay. uh, it's just common. I, I think it's kind of a defense mechanism that has been implanted in us since we've been around, and. Uh, I think a lot of times it's, you know, almost everything can be explained to some point, you know, as far as 
national par- or state parks, people going missing. Uh, I know in like Japan, the suicide rates in a lot of parks are just ridiculous because you know when people want to go in their life, they want to find a nice, peaceful place, and you know a lot of parks, national parks, are some of the most beautiful places in the country. And if they're going to go do it, that could be a reason why they choose that location to go disappear leave nothing but a you know a car parked in a parking lot and that's have right. nothing else to go off of but there there's just a lot of possibilities that always you know doesn't revolve around mythical creatures or yeah things that go bump in the night that might not be there but i'm not saying it's not but yeah yeah we get you yeah i just uh when i when i was looking through uh i i looked into your state quite a bit and don't have a whole lot of Sasquatch reportings in your state. Oh, a lot. There, in, in Missouri, there's a. I mean, I could see maybe down in like the Ozarks or something like that, but you know, live on a on a flat plain that if if they were here, they'd be seen. Yeah, they're not going to be hiding in the hills that we don't have or. <laughs> right. the, the cave systems we have, they're all tourist attractions, so. Basically, right. if, if there's a good place for them to hide, there's people already there doing their own business. So, I noticed um, I didn't find Sasquatch sightings in your area. I found something else, which is something we've also we've also discussed on the podcast. Uh, it, it looks like yeah, St. Louis County has a a little bit of a record for dogman sightings, which I will add on real quick that St. Louis County uh, St. Louis County also has the highest drug use rate in the state. Gotcha. Okay. So. so we're probably we're probably chasing a dead end on that one, huh? Right. Oh. I almost said chasing our tail, but I didn't want oh, to pull upon, yeah. Uh to throw back onto uh the whole like the missing four one one and all that, all the strange like missing, I looked it up, uh on average over 600,000 people go missing in America every year. And they say most of them are 95% are mostly runaways, uh, less than 8% are abductions with a non-custodial parent, but 1% are strange abductions. Like, they don't know much of that. That's that's 6,000, at least 6,000 a year that go missing for no reason. And, uh, I'd like to like to see what they break down into that category because a, a lot of abductions that just can't be explained at all that they have no evidence of of anything, you know, foul play or whatever it might be, whatever they don't have anything better to classify it as I could see it getting thrown into a, a strange occurrence but uh, I don't know of what the criteria is they use for that yeah it would be interesting to see it just to see all the, the breakdowns of it and whatnot. I think something that I find really interesting here is that uh, to be honest I've, I've been sitting here searching for more 911 calls in regards to you know cryptids and unexplained creatures and there's not that many 
I mean, there's. <laughs> I feel. Like, I feel like everybody has like has that thing like in the back of their mind. Like if they see something that screwed up, they either yeah. a believe that they're on their own, or they're just too terrified to even contact anybody. Like, cause come on, like. I, I swear, if I saw Dogman outside my door, I'm like, who am I going to call? The Men in Black? Like, well, <laughs> I, I, think, I think, you know, a lot of it, you know, could be when, when people do have an, possibly an encounter or something like that, think of where they're going to be at out in the middle of the woods, somewhere that doesn't have cell phone reception. You're not no. going to be able to make a 911 call a lot of times, I wouldn't think. But, That's true. Yeah. Well, so, there. Landa, that brings me to something uh, we were talking about before that I actually found pretty funny. We were we were talking about okay, well, if, if Bigfoot is grabbing people, right? Or or okay, you know the there's a the whole big uh, thing of the blurry pictures, right? So me and Tyler got into this discussion and uh, we landed on this one is okay. So <laughs> whoever out there has a great clear picture of Bigfoot, do you think they're still alive? If nobody's getting a clear picture and Bigfoot really is there, doesn't that mean Bigfoot's really good at getting rid of people? <laughs> it could be the biggest yeah. serial killer of our known history. <laughs> yeah, we just need to find those uh, like those like those iPhones or something like that has the most spot on picture of Bigfoot out in the woods somewhere. Like there's probably hundreds of pictures of him like floating around on old iPhones that he's like you didn't move man I told you to move I whooped like six times I'm gonna try to find you a photo to send but I will say this as far as blurry photos of Bigfoot I, I don't care if they were taken in the 70s or, or right now whenever Bigfoot first started coming around I can tell you as far as law enforcement goes when we're looking for, you know, somebody that stole a car or burglarized something, almost 99% of the time, the pictures that we get of the, the highest performing cameras, the, the best technology we have to locate people, the 99% of the time that photo is so blurry, you can't make out what kind of vehicle they even stole. So for to say that, oh, well, Bigfoot's only seen in blurry pictures, uh, no, that, that's true in a lot of things. When you're when you're using security cameras or trail cams or just trying to capture something with a, a good quality camera while it's moving, it's yeah. uh, it's not an uncommon thing for for things to be blurry. I noticed that myself. I uh, I set up a trail cam. Uh, we had here on the farm. We had some gigantic uh, bird tracks. Just huge three-toed just dinosaur looking tracks right and uh well by the way we're pretty sure that the bird in question is a blue herring a, a really big uh kind of like a kingfisher uh but at the time it was fun to kind of to speculate like what the hell's out here you know we started nicknaming it bird squatch i put a trail cam out and uh within you know four or five days we had a whole bunch of blurry pictures and one halfway blurry video of uh, a deer walking past the camera. So it, it took a lot to get to a good one, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, and you know, 
and that's stuff that you're going to see, you know, all the time and finding a picture that, that shows a, a, a good, clear picture. You're it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. I, I <laughs> that was the other thing was, uh, all right, Lando. So supposing you're out in the middle of the woods, right? All of a sudden this eight foot tall bipedal, you know, ape man walks out and you're just standing there good 30, 40 feet away. He's looking at you. You're looking at him. At what point do you decide to get your camera out of your, you know, get your phone out and just take the, the most still perfect picture you've ever taken? The human, human beings are not programmed that way. It, it, you'd have to seriously train yourself to be able to do that in high stress, fearful situations, yeah, it's it shouldn't be a natural reaction. Uh, even in in law enforcement, I've seen over the years lots of people, you know, in a situation where you grab your go to grab your gun, that's the last thing on their mind. It's it's turning around and getting to safety, right? Yeah, and and, and then collecting yourself enough to know that this is what I need to do. And when when you're scared and your adrenaline's running, a phone is not on your mind or a camera's not on your mind. Yeah, I could definitely uh I could definitely say that I don't think I would have the uh I won't don't think I'd have the nerve. I really feel like I would I would fail the Bigfoot community big time if they were dependent on me to get a picture. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's I mean, even if that's exactly what you set out to do, like you're, you you want to go out and get pictures of Bigfoot, when when it comes down to it, that's not going to be what's on your mind when you're face to face with it. Oh uh, yeah, I think I said yeah. that in previous uh, episodes. It's like, no matter what, like if you be- like really believe that Sasquatch is real, and but you're you're always going out like thinking like maybe it's not real like that's always going to linger in the back of your mind because like all the things like we have proof we don't have proof this and that you always like your faith is shaken in the fact that bigfoot is real because you've been out here countless times and then but finally he pops out on you i don't think you'll ever be ready for that I don't know how many times you had to look yourself in the mirror every day that you go out. I'm going to get, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It's like, you're not going to be ready. You're not going to be ready. You know, maybe the people that have trained themselves well enough to do that, grab their camera and then got taken. Because That's what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just it, saying, I'm just saying like they may, uh, the whole the world is just like making it sound like they want this picture to be flawless like they want you like you see a bigfoot they want you to stake a uh, thing in the ground put your camera on it take out a sheet of paper make sure you get the white balance right okay got it focus your camera like this like do everything maybe spruce up him maybe get him like makeup makeup come in put a little like this like the okay the light's good okay okay say cheese like we're not going to get that <laughs> more than likely I, i'd go to get my phone out and then i'd you know be sitting there trying to trying to swipe the screensaver off and it's messing up and doesn't want to 
God damn you it, get these spam things are worthless. Call? You know, I get spam called, and then <laughs> somebody tells me that my, you know, my insurance or my uh, <laughs> my warranty on my yeah. car is up, and <laughs> all that would happen. And then a couple seconds later, Bigfoot probably would walk over and beat the shit out of me, and I would deserve it too because I'm, de you know, I'm dependent on technology and I'm not prepared, and you know. I wouldn't be ready for you know for a picture, but I wonder about that because there's a it's a big argument, it's a huge argument out there in re regards to this is well why are the pictures all blurry, why are all the pictures blurry why is there any, you know 4K, clear video of the Sasquatch why don't we have that? I I would almost bet that you know a full corpse or live being is found. Before a clear picture is ever taken. Yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely uh, agree with that. I want to send you another link, Landis. I want you to see uh, what they describe as the Sylvanic Bigfoot. The man who supposedly discovered them, his name is Todd Standing. And uh, I'd like to, I'd just like to get your opinion of uh, the Todd Standing Bigfoot. And I am going to trying to find one here. Just get your reaction. I'd actually like to know your reaction of the man himself, Todd Standing. See what you think of him. And a lot of people have a lot of different opinions of him, so it's pretty uh it's really interesting to, to hear what everybody has to say about him. I think I found it. Yeah, here it is. Alright, I'm gonna send this over. Give that a look, man. Tell me, tell me what you think of that, and I'll find you something of Todd Standing himself. And I'm not a. By the way, disclaimer: I'm not saying whether or not these are proof videos by any means. I'm just going through the data, and then the next one I put up is Todd Standing himself, just discussing a few things. We'll hear what he has to say. So, watch that. Yeah. Uh, I would say that's definitely a mask. Uh, the, okay. The eye movement looks almost robotic. The, the nostrils don't move when anything takes a breath. Yeah, the, the lips is what got me. The the lips are just pursed, you know, mm. and they're just they're just locked in a. A, just a slant, like completely flat line, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I said the same thing about that because if you even like, okay, we're we're basing these off of like primates. If you look at a primate, like even like all primates, like it just doesn't look natural how all the other primates, like snout and like lips, look. Yeah, like like, a, like there's like a certain texture, uh, or look to it, that like it shows like real like realistic. All right, you look look at the look at an actual you know, a lowland gorilla and and look at the the animation in the face. You know they're they're so attentive and they're they're, you know they they actually have expression. And then you look at Mr. Standing's, you know his alleged Bigfoot 
you know like I said not not trying to disprove anybody or whatever but it's it's pretty hard to it's really hard to get behind it yeah I definitely that 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 first video I wouldn't be a believer off that yeah, the, the movement of the head itself almost looks like it's on a, a stick or something. Stick, yeah. That's... Yeah. I noticed, too... Uh, okay, yeah, here's something here, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but I've got the video going also. I'm recording what I'm seeing, and yeah, I know you guys can't see it from your point of view, but I could actually... Uh, hang on, I might be able to share my screen. Uh, yeah, I can share my screen. Okay. So, where's that here? Okay, so I'm sharing my screen if you guys want to see what I'm seeing here. And I'm going to go back to Mr. Standing's. supposed Bigfoot here and show you something that I noticed a while ago and if I can find it here yeah yeah there it is uh, can you guys see what I'm seeing yeah, yeah. okay so <laughs> this one I think we all agree that that flat line right there is kind of you know even the, the lift of that head just doesn't look like I don't see any reaction here right the, the this one right here. Oh, yeah, this one looks weird. Okay, check this out. So, where's the shoulders at? Mm -hmm. Why does this neck just go straight down? Why isn't there a big, wide shoulder? And if you actually watch that thing for the while, it does not blink. It doesn't do anything. See? See that? See? There's a gigantic area of body missing right here. But over on on this uh, you know over on this guy we've got oh, let me back it up a little more yeah then there's that that right there I just cannot get behind that blank it's just yeah. too too robotic I mean and then there's you know it's it's awfully well groomed for you know standing in the middle of the woods with with that type of hair you'd think there'd be yeah it's very know, matted like it doesn't look a leaf or some kind of debris somewhere <laughs> right. on the head but right here there we go let me pause that and you can see we've got a shoulder you know very very defined shoulder even the I mean even the the traps are not quite as big as you'd expect because if this was, you know, the, the actual patty, then you'd be expecting a lot bigger jaw right here. And a large trap muscle to support that. But we're not getting that. We have a real human <laughs> transition to the shoulder. But it, it just made me wonder because on this guy, we've got no, no shoulder whatsoever. It's almost as if there's a stick down here leaning back and forth. <laughs> It still creeps me out that it doesn't blink. And it doesn't blink whatsoever. Most dolls don't. Yeah. So when I see that, I'm just... This one, I think, as a standalone, I think is really good. Like, if this is a mask and it's made, it's made very, very well. But the, 
the robotic eyes just just can't get behind it. You know, and that and that's kind it's kind of like you said you didn't want to you know debunk them or say it's not real. I, to me, that's one of the the bigger problems I have is you know obviously to me that's fake and I will tell him that's a that's a fake and I th I think there needs to be more of that to get the actual good footage or documentation in yeah. front of people. Well, there's another detail right there, too, is that if you look at this, okay, so you got this camera angle, right? We got this camera angle, we got this big stick right here in between us and the, and the camera angle. Alright, now, over here, oh, where's that? I think I lost it. Uh, I did lose it. Okay. We've changed positions with the camera, but this guy has not moved. He's not reacting. He's not he's not turning and looking. Surely surely he would have noticed you moving. Cause, yeah, because you can you can see the camera movement and any anything would get some kind of a if some kind of a reaction. If, if I if that's real, it, that's the I guess the like yeah, two different camera angles and he didn't even move. He has to be like the like the slow uh one of the bunch cuz like come on he he's standing still in like no real big brush or any of that to make it sound like like do you really believe that how stealthy these things are do you think that he's just like okay if I stand still this is how they taught me he won't see yeah. me like I don't don't believe that at all like if they if they know that you're seeing them they're just going to yeah. go on with their business let's bump this oh we can't we can't bump it up that's another thing you can't uh, can't seem to up the quality of these yeah, interesting. It moves the way it moves doesn't doesn't really uh, doesn't get me on its side. And that, that one, one there, that one I've looks like an really, owl. It really look like the lifts, the the lack of shoulder. Yeah, not real sure, but yeah, that's uh that's from one of the, I mean probably one of the most renowned. Uh, I want to say researcher, but I want to say that term very 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 loosely I guess Mr. Todd Standing there's a lot of different opinions about him I don't really I don't really have one but I think uh, he's definitely passionate he's very passionate he's very suggestive about what he's seeing out there which makes me wonder yeah definitely interesting I, earlier we were talking about the uh the video from yellowstone wasn't it yeah i know thinker thunker's been all over this one and lando you actually said this is the one that uh yeah if, if there was a video that i've seen that looked authentic to me it would be that one. top okay 
What I mean, what what about it when you first seen it? Like what what stood out the most to you? Oh, it's it's a it's a camera that sets to record all day every day. They're not, you know, it's it's from a state park. Uh so it's not going to be tampered with. I, I think that what, what really what really gets me is uh, that that camera was placed not to find Bigfoot. And there it is. We got four Bigfoots on screen at the same time. to watch the known animals, documents, stuff like that. In the background, see more things that shouldn't be there. Okay, so first things first. This video is this video. I think that's that. I was saying earlier. I know we weren't recording yet, but that's what uh. That's what Thinker Thunker was going into. Was, he was actually right here. cutting them out, out here of a still image and then pasting them next to the big, or the, sorry, the, the bison. Of course, he's not really standing right and there. He's back here. Basically, showing that even when he moved them all the way up next to the bison, even though the bison is closer, scale. those were still and bigger. We can see that, remember, which you know, measured at their shoulders. I mean, depth uh, perception five, in the human eye is one thing, uh, but the camera depth perception is—it's kind of fixed. Even taller. So, just suffice it to say, that's there's one really no way really to. Guy. I mean, other than digital, you know, digitally uh, editing it, there's really no way to to full range. depth perception in, in a still camera like this or a, a stationary arm, camera. Which is almost as long but as the thing about this video that's creeping me out the most is the cadence of the different walking patterns the very first one that goes walking out looks to me like it has some kind of limp and I almost get the I, I, I know like I might be reaching I might be grasping on this one but it almost to me looks like one trying to get away from the others they look real nonchalant like they're just they're just walking and then, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you guys are still watching my screen or not, but there's another detail that I picked out that I'm trying to pause it at, if I can get it. Yeah, there it is, right there. Can you guys see that? The length of that arm. Yeah, that's huge. As opposed to what I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a guess here that this is all leg or maybe some waist and leg, but the size of that arm right there is the thing that's, that's jumping out at me big time. The proportions seem a little off to be a normal man. And then they kind of just in a world right of hurt. There, this, this one here, okay, now I'm going like to scrub through and going. try to find that arm. where we first, where we get our first glimpse. <clears throat> and there, uh, there could be a lot of, never, a lot of reasons why that one would see walk different. It could be a different from, gender, it could be younger, more playful. I mean, there, there's no end of the possibilities on why it would walk later, differently than the others. And, yeah. and tell how they did it. And show but do you the see it? I mean, do you see the the actual difference in the way like it walks? Ever. It's pretty, we never see pretty the monkey suits. Oh yeah, nothing. it could be a anyway, injury or you like you said, it could be trying to avoid the other ones. And please, there, there's later. so many, and or, so many possibilities for it. And the first thing that I, I thought when I looked at it was like, what is it? Is it holding a is it holding a baby or something? Years. You know, like what's it? 
uh, What's it uh, doing? Why is it? It has one arm that isn't swinging either. Tampering, you that? With, yeah, uh, a could, rare buffalo herd is very You funny. know, for for a group like that, or it could definitely be a, a family unit. Some yeah. Going back home after foraging or trying to find another warm place to stay. I'd say with what looks like pretty good wind going in the background uh, from snow or fog moving, you know, they might just be trying to find a warmer place to move to. Yeah. That's wild. It is definitely, definitely a great video. Makes you wonder. <laughs> it is walking around. I don't, I mean, do they even allow people to walk out there by the bison? I mean, I don't uh, think so. The way that uh, Thinker Thunker was uh, saying, he was saying that this is like a rare buffalo herd or something of like that, and it's actually a crime to mess with them. Really? It's because it's in, like a national park. You're not like you could be in danger, or, like it, like put yourself in danger just being in, like the uh, like doing that kind of stuff. So. And then, with the you know what was there four or five of them walking around and the buffalo didn't react the bison didn't react yeah yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they probably knew they were there and are used to seeing them so it's yeah I actually had the video playing on high speed yeah it looked like they were uh... they were moving pretty quick yeah. I, I didn't really mean to do that Let's see if I can get back into this a little bit yeah See, just just that distance there, uh, if, if bison or anything like, you know, cattle that you see on any farm, they, they would have probably looked up and, and yeah. at least checked them out, but you yeah, don't they, see that. They don't react at all. Well, uh, like you were saying, like the wind, so like the wind's probably gusting pretty good right there because of all the snow moving around. Yeah. Like yeah, you it, can kind of see it. There might be like just too much wind noise. Uh, there, now we got it in slow motion here. I don't know if any other details will pop up because of this, but at least we could see it. How I was hoping to see it before, but I set the speed wrong. Before I was wondering, I was like, "Damn, they're really, they're really hauling ass through there." <laughs> <laughs> they're on a mission. Yeah, you can see. Look at the arms on that guy. Holy crap! Well, the one thing is too is like, okay, it seems like towards Jeez. the end, uh, towards the last person that you're talking, uh, like last person, yeah, last. Uh, it's the only one creature. that I get a clear. Like, well, I can't say clear, but, but that <laughs> that tree is very like not that big, like, and they already went behind it, and, and then like. I don't know. That's you see the one. One come out, and then the others don't. That was yeah. the other thing that that bothered me was where the hell are they going? Yeah, look at that. You can see the full swing of that arm. That's crazy. I mean, come on, man. When's the last time you went walking like that? In, in deep snow in Yellowstone. I'd, yeah. <laughs> you know I'd what I mean? Fro I'd be frozen. I mean, <laughs> look, look, I wonder how far they had to go out to walk to get to where they would be if they were, if it was a person in a in a costume. I mean, I mean, even, 
yeah, uh, even if you're running around in a costume, are you going to be running this easily through? <laughs> I think that would make it even harder to to go through that snow. If you look, it looks like it almost goes halfway up the, the calf of their legs. And then look how long the leg is, even with that going on. That, I, I mean, just, just on a glance, that looks... I mean, that looks abnormal to me. But I'm not an expert in this, you know. I'm not. I'm definitely not an, an anatomy yeah, but expert, but it just looks odd. Look at where the from where the knee bends to where the foot ends. That's yeah, a, that's, that's just a huge leg. Yeah, that's wild. It uh, looks like it's carrying something. I'm still kind of worried about where are the other ones. That tree is not that big. You can see one still going, moving in the back. Why did they stop? Like what? Like what? Like what did they stop yeah. for? They changed directions, but this one kept going. That's ah, weird. Everything about this video is just strange to me. Oh, and that's that's part of you know an unknown behavior to an unknown animal. Yeah. So I mean, what they're doing could seem completely normal to them, and we would have no frame of reference to judge it off of. Yeah. We don't really have anything there that we can we can even yeah. I look up here in the right uh, in my search bar. You can actually see the thinker thunker where he he cut one out and pasted it next to the bison. I mean, <laughs> look at that. Even at that distance, I mean, that's that's big. I'm not I'm not actually sure how big a bison is. Like, how tall is a bison? He said they go off of the shoulders. It's like five foot to six foot. Oh. This here, we got... Eight. Oh, well, well we're looking at American bison, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that... I think that's that's extinct, isn't it? That looks extinct. I mean, some of them can be up to eight feet tall, it's saying. Yeah, six. Uh... American bison says largest mammal in North America, two thousand pounds, six feet tall. And I guess that's the average. I don't know. A buffalo is about seventy-nine inches to one hundred thirty-eight inches, six hundred sixty to twenty-two hundred pounds. So that's pretty good size. It's definitely not something that four or five people walking around the woods are going to dwarf on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, if there's the animal right there we're looking at. That's a big old dude. And the picture that he's showing, it's looks like it at least goes over a foot, maybe two. Maybe like one and a half. Yeah. Uh, from the back so man even with that like that's that's like that would have to be that would actually what, what would you think from pulling it from a back uh, from back of the image to pulling it up front and it's showing that it's at least yeah. two more foot taller than the bison itself and they say on average it grows to about six feet on a bison? Yeah, that's, uh, so it says, it says the average is like six to six and a half feet. 
Wow, so, that, that I mean, would have to be like what judging you, like from nine? that. Yeah, I mean you. I I'd say yeah. I mean at least two feet taller. And being that far back, I mean. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like that far back, and then putting that image up there, it's still taller than what it's up like pulled forward. And we're not getting the actual full. This thing literally could probably, like, the top of the buff, uh, the buffalo or the bison, like whatever you call it, um, could probably come up to its chest. Or like mid, mid, like mid, like a little up above on the top, st like top of the stomach. I wonder if like three or four of them guys, them big, big, big dudes, get together, go ahead and take them, take a buffalo down. You know, <laughs> like, hey, man, we're. We're sick of deer, you know. Let's just go get one of them. Well, that's another thing too. It's like, yeah, they eat meat, they eat, they eat deer. Like, what was, what's stopping them from eating one of these buffalo? Have they, maybe, that's the reason why they didn't want to tango with one. Is that's the reason why that one was limping? I was gonna say maybe, maybe they were. Maybe, <laughs> maybe what we're seeing is like a walk of shame. <laughs> They're on their way back. They're like, dude, that was a terrible idea, Todd. <laughs> he's like, shut up. Shut up, Richard. Shut up, Richard. And he's just holding his arm like, I'm going back to the, <laughs> I guess, the underground cave system. I don't know. <laughs> hey, are there any big caves in Yellowstone? Do we know that? I don't know. That would be a, let's find out. Let's see if there is. I wonder. Oh, the Lewis and Clark caverns. Okay. Yeah, apparently there's a few. This one says uh, Natural Trap Cave. Uh, located in the federal land of Bighorn Mountains. Uh, kind of skipping through here a little bit. Used by the Native Americans dating back 9,000 years. pretty wild yeah it's pretty wild what do you think Lando should we go to should we go to Yellowstone and try to find a Bigfoot or I'm, I'm up for it <laughs> we gotta get us a clear picture <laughs> probably not <laughs> Tyler actually has a pretty interesting story something that happened to him a while back uh I don't, how old were you Tyler uh say about 11 or 12 11 or 12 we we just had this discussion in the truck the other day and uh when he first told it to me i i will i won't deny a little bit a little bit of the hair on the back of my neck stood up because the like when he was telling it he i'll let him say it say what happened but when he told me i was like i don't know man like i don't know if that's what you saw <laughs> You wanna you wanna tell it? I uh okay we're gonna have to edit this out. I actually did tell Landis <laughs> before we uh okay before we started. Um, did you want to put this on this episode or do are we just gonna add? It's, it's gonna be broken up anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay, I didn't know if you wanted to do that, but okay, we can. <sighs> okay, I guess so. Let me brown cow, brown cow. Brown bison, brown, brown bison. bison, brown bison. There you go. Brown bigfoot bison. 
Uh, Babes in the backyard. <laughs> Babes in the backyard. Uh, alligator chewing gum. Alligator chewing gum. Mom, mom, mom. Stepbrother, what are you doing? What are you doing? I just didn't laugh at that one. I don't. It's normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Okay. Do so, this all the time. <laughs> so yeah, I was eleven or twelve. Um, we I live in a suburb, kind of surrounded by a couple farm areas and some open land too. Uh. As when I was a kid, we with the the trails are still back there, but there's a little open lots like it's a couple like it's a decent amount of acreage back there that are open up. There's a little pond back there and stuff, but uh, we go back there. We ride bikes all the time, just chill back there, run the trails. But one day I I went there back by myself, and I was walking around, just walking the trails. And then I go to, I, I go to the back, you know, down, like, down this little area. I'm following the trail still, and there's kind of like this big little mound of dirt. It's kind of like, I guess over time we kind of made it into, like, it's like kind of a hill, like a hill. We used to jump, uh, jump our bikes off of. But, uh, we, uh, I'm coming up this little, little hill, and I don't know, like, I was kind of caught off guard. It was, I saw a black bear. So I was like, I'm in shock. Like, I was like, so I, I just remember I back up and I, I, I get out of there. But I, I like, I just remember like the bear kind of looking around. Like it never acknowledged me at all. And uh, it just looked like it was, looking for something else like I don't it was on hot pursuit for something else uh, I don't know what it was but I knew I was I told a couple people but they always just told me like there's there's no black bears there's no black bears but I'm positive that I saw a black bear but like there was no reports of any black bears that I know of I was 11 year 11 12 years old so I wasn't really googling this stuff so I just remember that I saw a black bear. But now telling this story, uh, like, well, I just chalked it up as a black bear, but telling the story to Denny, he kind of has a little different idea that it, it might be so, like something different other than a black bear. Because uh, there's no black bears in our area. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when he he tells me the story, and I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm like, just recently, uh, I I came across. I'm trying to find it right now. Actually, I came across a story. Uh, someone in uh, Alexandria, Kentucky, near the same area, uh, near uh, they they described it as the one of the larger suburban areas in northern Kentucky saw an unexplained creature you know nearby and uh 
you know, Tyler tells me that story, and I'm sitting there like, wow, that's the second time I've, I've heard something like this. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I started telling him, I'm like, yeah, there's uh, there's apparently uh, either a Bigfoot or a Dogman sighting in this same area. And it's... <laughs> One of the one of the things we've come across a lot with the dogman is that people always assume it's a, a black bear first, but it usually stands up on its hind legs, and that's when they realize that what they're looking at is is not that at all. It and it never no stood one, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, no one. I feel like we'd be having a much different conversation right now if I, it had. I think I'd probably end up being a mental institution. <laughs> Just saying. But the the interesting part is uh, the area that 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 is in. Uh, there's been no. Not nothing. No reports of any kind of bear, in that area, ever. But there has been a couple reports of unknown. Uh, cryptids around that same area and I found that very very interesting I mean so interesting we're actually we're actually thinking about taking a GoPro and going and checking the site out where he where he had this encounter it's definitely interesting yeah hopefully we don't uh we don't get eaten <laughs> well I guess if we do we don't upload any more after this yeah like you least know what happened and you guys can chalk it up from there you can yeah, either yeah. say it's a conspiracy and what what not of that but it's probably Dogman or Sasquatch <laughs> well Lando we appreciate you jumping on here and giving us your opinions man very 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 appreciative My uh Hell yeah, man. I definitely, uh, man, I, I honestly, just getting you in here to, to, to even just, just kind of debunk that 911 call a little bit. That, that was yeah, absolutely awesome and definitely valued because it helps us. It's helping us narrow things down, you know? Yeah. Cause with like, with this like pattern that we've been trying to go with, uh, with, well, help, I'm helping Denny. It's hard to justify a lot of these sightings and so like because there there are people out there making up false claims you never know and when, actually I never even thought of this when he kind of brought the, the whole 911 call up and when you started just like that like cutting it out of like the procedures that they were supposed to do and stuff that helps us so much because now that that shows that sighting as mo mo like it's more of a hoax than anything. So I appreciate like yeah, that was awesome that you came in, came in the clutch, man. Yeah, it's it's no problem. Anytime that I can be of a help, I'm glad to glad to be here. Oh yeah, man, definitely. Uh, I would definitely like to definitely like to get you back on here, man. Have you kind of look over things and see what you think you know oh yeah and keep on like uh, I know you're not your chief of police now so you're not uh, very busy man 
You're a very busy, busy, busy man. Guy. But any of your dispatchers, <laughs> if they get any weird calls about some crazy, like, some hairy creature, lock that down. We need that. Oh, yeah. yeah let, let us let's, know. Man. Let us know, man. That'd be awesome. And like you said, in, in Missouri, there's not a whole lot uh, boarded here. Uh, I think a lot of that's just the geographics of the of the state. No. But hey, I mean, there's the stuff can happen, you know, we, we don't know. If it does, though, I know you'll be all over it. Oh, yeah. But uh, we definitely appreciate you being on, man. And everybody listening, as usual, thank you. And we really appreciate the crazy number of subscribers that we've been noticing. And uh, even more crazy amount of downloads this podcast <laughs> has been getting. I'm still, I know we say this almost every time, but very humbled by it. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys are enjoying, and we definitely we're gonna keep keep on going with more. If you've had an encounter and you want to talk to us about it, encounters at kyxfiles.com. You know the drill. So we will see you next time. Make sure you uh, like, share, subscribe. Yeah.